welcome to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT. As you know, this is a program that's designed to educate you, the potential homeowner or the person that's looking to design and build a very specific home, a home that's designed to meet the needs of your family, not just a home that happens to be available in the community that you want to live in or in the price range that your budget allows. But this is a home of intention, one that perfectly fits your needs, a custom home. We'll help you through this program to learn what's going on in the industry in terms of best practices, new products, new processes of construction that will allow you to have a high performance home, not just a spec home. What's the difference? The difference is because over the life of the home, the difference between having a home that was designed to minimize the consumption of electricity and other resources and improve some of the other attributes of a built environment, which is the air that you're taking in while you're living there or working there, air quality. It's a home that takes these considerations and others into the design of the property. The net result is that without necessarily spending any more money, in fact, many times spending less money, you're going to get a home that is more enjoyable for you, has a higher resale value, and is what we would call in the design industry more sustainable. And by sustainable, we're not just talking about jargon terms. We're talking very specifically about building a home that minimizes waste building a home that accentuates enjoyment of the residents. So as we get into our program this uh, uh, day, I want to introduce to you our very special guest. Uh, his name is Ryan Myers. He's the program director at ResNet. And ResNet, as you've heard me mention previously, is the residential energy rating service nonprofit organization that assists builders to measure the energy efficiency, the overall um, ability to conserve energy. It allows builders to measure that against industry standards. Ryan has been uh, with um, ResNet for some time. He comes to the firm with 16 years of experience in energy and water efficiency, energy policy, and building energy codes. Ryan currently leads numerous programs, including the implementation of ResNet's HERSH20 whole house water efficiency standard, initiatives to get energy and water efficiency valued in the real estate transaction process. And he oversees ResNet's National Buildings Registry. Ryan holds a bachelor's degree in architecture from the Savannah College of Art and Design and lives in Hubert, I hope I got that right, Ryan, Hubert, North Carolina with his yep. wife and three children. Welcome to the program, Ryan. Yeah, hey, Kevin, thanks for having me on. It is my privilege. So, Ryan, uh, I've known you for a couple of years now and yep. am very uh, familiar with the work that ResNet does and that you are taking the lead at ResNet and providing. You and I had the opportunity recently to present to uh, a bunch of architects at a event uh, uh, session uh, on residential design uh, in DC. I enjoyed presenting with you there. And I wanted to get you on the show because as I mentioned to you, as we were leading into the program, the goal of this show is to educate consumers 
when when you and I and others in the industry, builders, architects, um, doesn't matter, commercial, residential, when we're at these big programs put on by various associations, whether it's the AIA, American Institute of Architects, or the NAHB, or like that event we did together recently that was put on by uh, Zonda, which is a, a construction industry research organization. Uh, when we're at these events, there's tons of information that gets shared, tons. And, you know, we come out of those events thinking to ourselves, wow, that was definitely informative. I learned a lot. But that information does not always filter down to the consumer. And I mentioned in, in one of the earlier programs that it's kind of the nature of the business. Like, um, business owners are trying to uh, maximize their return on investment. They're trying to improve their processes so they become more efficient and more profitable. And anytime you introduce something new into the program, uh, that's going to slow things down. So builders are not necessarily in a hurry to introduce the new products and the new tools that can make a home uh, more energy efficient unless they kind of have to. And so this program is about making it so they have to because we're going to be sending better educated buyers to talk to them and ask them the tough questions like, what are you doing in terms of building a more energy efficient home? How, how are you going to help me to save a ton of money on heating and cooling costs over the years? What are you doing in this space? And the more questions you get like that, the more inclined the architects and the builders, the custom builders will be to implement some of those new skills. So with that warm up, I have a couple questions for you, um, uh, Ryan. If you could maybe start by just explaining, it, it, like to a person who is interested in building their dream home, so they're going to go through the process of designing it and then and then working with a, a custom builder to build it out, but they don't know anything really. They just know their vision, but they don't know behind the curtains. They don't know what goes into building a home designing a home, how could that person benefit by going to the ResNet website? Yeah, so, um, you know, from the ResNet website, we have we have two websites, resnet.us and hersindex.com. Um, both of those will, uh, hersindex.com in particular is a consumer-friendly site. So they can find information on, you know, what is the HERS index? Um, what does it mean to have a HERS score of 100 or what does it mean to have a HERS score of zero? Um, you know, so a, a HERS score of zero is, a, is a, a very efficient home. It means that it's got some renewable energy, likely solar, um, that's allowing that home to, um, to generate as much energy as it uses on an annual basis. Uh, so there's a there's a there's a good bit of information for homeowners there where they can you know dig in and get get a little bit more knowledgeable about the kinds of questions they should be asking uh, uh, their their architect or their builder um, as far as what are they doing to make their the home that they're designing them more energy efficient. Yeah, that's excellent. So is there a cost for me as a homeowner to get? ramped up a little bit on some of these things when I go to the ResNet website? No, no. So the, for, so at hersindex.com, uh, every, everything that we have on there is, uh, is free. Um, lots of different things on, on energy efficiency, whether it's a, an existing home that maybe, maybe a remodel or, uh, or you want to start from scratch and, and, and design your own home. Um, you can get information on there about uh, what's going to be, what are the best choices to make, uh, to make that home more energy efficient? Fantastic. So just kind of to kind of make this more real for people, Ryan, let's talk about some of the things that you take a person who wants to become an energy rater through to qualify them to help the builder make that home more energy efficient. Yep. Yeah. So the so becoming an energy rater uh, it takes some time. Um, there's a there, there's a there used to just be a, a one one kind of training model, which was basically a, 
uh, a five and a half day course um, where, you know, for, for eight or nine hours a day, you're, you're getting a combination of, uh, of classroom training on all things related to building science. You're learning how to use the energy modeling software that HERS Raiders have to use. You're going out into the field and using the equipment, the, 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 you know, a blower door, a uh, duck blaster to do your envelope and, and leakage testing. Um, how do you do the takeoffs and measure a home that's already built? How do you do takeoffs from plans on a home that's been designed? Uh, and then you have to pass a, an exam at the end of that course. And then to become, to get fully certified, you have to do a series of uh, a, a basically a, a apprenticeship or a probationary term where you're doing uh, ratings in the field accompanied by uh, another uh, certified rater or quality assurance designee. That sounds like a fairly thorough educational process. It is, yeah, and there, there actually, there are some online options now. So, so some of the some of the components of that training can be done online. Um, obviously, there is still a a field component that really can't be uh, can't be taught uh, over a computer. But so parts of that training are, are are available now to be done online. Fantastic. So, as a general rule, getting myself prepared so that when I and talking to the builder. So we'll assume that uh, I've already uh, interviewed a couple of architectural firms. I've hired a residential architect to design my project. The architect says, if you have a builder that you wanna work with, I'm happy to work with them. I'll give you a couple of suggestions also. So if you got the couple of suggestions from the architect, you have another name that a friend gave you of someone who uh, can be a builder and you're interviewing the builders. And we know that designing high performance homes is not done by all custom builders. So not all custom builders um, build high performance homes. And many times just by looking at the home, you will not be able to identify if the home is a high performance home. You can have a home that looks similar to another home. One is a high performance home and one is not. And the difference in ongoing heating and cooling requirements can be tremendous over the years. So the question I have is, I'm gonna go and talk to these three uh, custom builders that I'm considering what kinds of questions should I ask? I'm not trying to offend them, but I know that not every the custom builder builds high-performance homes. So what kind of questions can I ask the builder in my own mind to figure out if he's going to build a high-performance home or not? Yeah, you know, I mean, one of the questions that you would ask uh, uh, of any builder that you're looking to hire is, you know, have they uh, can, can they give you some references for uh, other high performance homes that they've built um, to get an okay. idea of, you know, what is their experience? Um, you know, what other homes have they built that are considered, uh, you know, high performance homes and, and some builders that are not as experienced in building high performance homes may, you know, they, they may install energy star windows and call their home high performing, you know, there's, so there's a, there's a large degree of, uh, of gray area in terms of what some builders might consider high performance versus others. And so you certainly want to get some, some references on, you know, what, what homes have you built? Um, and then ask about those other homes. Are they, have they, are they experienced in working with uh, a HERS rater? Do they have a HERS rater that they work with or they would they recommend? Um, have they built any homes to the Energy Star certification requirements or Passive House or Lead for Homes? You know, the, to give, give give you an idea of, yeah, they, they might say they can build a high performance home, but have they done it? And to what degree have they done it? So things like uh, certainly something like Passive House is a very high standard, very um uh, high performing home, very energy efficient home. Um, so if they if they're familiar with that type of standard, you can rest assured that uh, they can build that. If, if they have built a passive house before, you can rest assured they know how to build a high performing <laughs> home. You know that. So that's. Uh, but yeah, that, that that that'll kind of 
give you an idea of where they're coming from. Have they done it before? Uh, therefore, would be comfortable doing it again. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, um, <clears throat> I live in the Seattle area and it's pretty temperate, so it doesn't get super hot or super cold for the most part. But some areas of the, the country get very, very cold. And one of the things when I first learned of passive houses, one of the things that impressed me the most was the architect said that in the dead of winter, snow completely covering outside, heat did not have his heat on. That was how amazingly uh, well built his home was. I just was amazed by that. I thought, You're, you got to be kidding me. So yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, that if someone has built a passive house, they know what they're doing. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about some of these um, uh, techniques in terms of building the house that can really improve energy efficiency. But we're going to take a quick break. Again, you're listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, Katie, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is United States Secretary of Labor, Marty Walsh. If you're experiencing lingering symptoms of COVID-19 or long COVID, you are not alone. The U.S. Department of Labor is committed to supporting you during your recovery and our nation's recovery. You may be entitled to temporary or long-term accommodations that can help you stay on the job or return to work when you're ready. To learn more, contact Job Accommodation Network at askjan.org. That's A-S-K-J-A-N.org. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. This is Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT. And with us, we have Ryan Mears from ResNet. Before the break, we were having a great discussion on questions that you can ask your custom builder that you're considering working with to help you to identify whether or not they know how to build a high-performance home. ResNet, the company that Ryan works for, is a standard uh, creator and keeper of high-performance measurement tools, tools that allow the builder to know where the home they build stacks up compared with other homes in terms of energy efficiency. A home that has a ResNet rating, it's kind of like having a miles per gallon sticker on the window of a car. Prior to measuring uh, those kinds of things with vehicles, like how many miles can you get for one gallon of gas? No one paid any attention to that. The question was just, do I like the look of the car? Do I like the brand? Do I like the uh, uh, speed? All those things. But then once people started to be aware of the difference between two cars that may be very, very similar, but one of them gets more uh, miles of travel out of the same one gallon of gas than the other. And then when you think that with many products, whether it's a house or a car or many other things, the real cost of ownership is not the purchase price or the construction price, it's the maintenance cost over time. And then when you realize that you can have a huge positive impact on your pocketbook by buying a car that gets you from point A to point B much more efficiently than a car, an, an alternative car. So once people became aware of the miles per gallon consumed by vehicles, they were able to measure one vehicle against another in terms of how well they managed their consumption of fuel. The same thing is true with energy ratings on custom homes. Becoming aware of the energy rating of a home allows you as a consumer to make a better educated choice. So if you have two homes that are basically the same price, only one home has an energy rating of 10 or five or negative 13, which believe it or not, it was, was something that does happen. You can go below net zero, which means you're 
generating as much revenue as, or excuse me, as much energy as you're consuming, you can go below that and actually be making money on your home uh, from the energy that you are creating. So if you got two homes that are basically the same price, but one home is exquisitely dialed in in terms of minimizing your ongoing cost of heating and cooling the home, and the other home isn't, that allows you to say, I want the home that is high performing. And the ResNet sticker on the window as you walk up to the home that tells you what the rating is allows you to be an educated purchaser. Another analogy would just be Fitbit. Before there was Fitbit, did anyone track how many steps they were taking every day? No, <laughs> but with Fitbit, people are conscious of it now. So the ResNet rating makes both the builder conscious of the market being able to hold them accountable for how sustainable they built the home. And it gives you, the purchaser, the opportunity to make a better choice that saves you a lot of money over the years. So, um, Ryan, you had mentioned a, a couple of great design goals, I guess, for lack of a better term, that a builder or a homeowner can seek to have their home built in this manner. And maybe you could just break those out for us a little bit more. So you said a home could be energy star rated. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, so a lot of people might be familiar with, you know, energy star ratings on their refrigerators, dishwashers, clothes washers, uh, appliances in general, but you can get an energy star rating for a whole house. Um, and that's gonna, so typically, the goal with Energy Star is to be 15% more efficient than uh, the code that's in effect uh, in in what in the state that you're building in, and so they they also di they do layer on some additional requirements um, that are that are more in the realm of kind of green building, but it's not a full green building program. It's an energy efficiency focused program, and. Uh, it's done. Uh, it's done within the energy modeling software. Also requires um, on-site uh, inspection and verification uh, of the components. Uh, but ultimately, what it, what it is is the the your when you enter the the home's information into the to the ResNet accredited uh, modeling software, you will it, it will provide you with your your um, HERS index target score to meet Energy Star. And uh, so you have to achieve a, a score that is at least that number or lower, uh, because on the HERS index, the lower, the better. Um, so for so that, that essentially defines how you meet the target score for Energy Star. But then um, they also do have additional requirements for um, things uh, for, for inspections and uh, and other kind of green building related things that I think are um, that are more technical in nature, but uh, ensure that you're going to have an energy efficient, high performing home. So one thing I want to point out, because one of the things that I don't want people to be overwhelmed by are terms, calculations, numbers. These are all things that can make a person go, whoa, 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 that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I just want to reassure the audience, don't get tied up or caught up in terms and calculations these are all things that the energy rater will assist you with. These are all things that the energy rater is going to be guiding the custom home builder. And it's going to be your advocate, both guiding the custom home builder and also explaining to you what the options are, what the purpose of this is, what the purpose of that is. So even if you're the builder that you want to use is not using an energy rater, currently, they can on your project. They don't have to be experienced in working with an energy rater. That's what the energy rater does. They just got to hire an energy rater and the, the um, requests can come from you, the homeowner. You can just say, look, I want an energy rater on this project. Even if the custom builder is pushing back because the energy rater is in effect going to be working for you. He's going to be making sure that you get a home that delivers everything you're looking for in terms of minimizing your ongoing cost of maintaining that home. 
So again, don't stress out about the terms. Just remember, the lower the hers rating, as Ryan said, the better, and the energy rater will help you get there. So another style you mentioned, Ryan, was a passive house. People may have heard that term in, in the past. Can you help us to understand a little bit more? Like, what is that? Yeah, so a, a passive house is is kind of the at the the highest end. So beyond Energy Star to the kind of highest performing energy efficient home uh, that you can build. Um, a, a passive house is so they have a very very tight envelope. Um, so what does that mean? So the it, you know it, it, in your in your home oftentimes comfort issues. If you if you if you live in a house and you say my house is really drafty. Well, it's not because you left your door open because your door is probably closed, but <laughs> you have air that's coming in around uh, your your windows, air that's coming in through all kinds of other connections. Um, it could be coming in under your floors. Uh, it, it, so a, a passive house has a requirement for a very tight envelope. Um, to put it in perspective, a passive house requires uh, 0.6 air changes per hour. 0.6. So the, most codes in the U.S. right now require somewhere between three and seven. Uh, and some states are probably even beyond seven, closer to nine or ten. Um, but most codes require between a three and seven uh, in the U.S. And passive house requires a 0.6. Um, they also um, they're going to require uh, a lot of insulation. You're going to have a very well insulated uh, building envelope. The Building envelope is the entire, um, all of the walls, floors, uh, roof, ceiling that encloses your home uh, between your condition space and outside air. So you're going to have very well insulated, very tight. Um, you're going to be, you're going to have mechanical ventilation, and you're also going to have typically a very small heating and cooling system because the home is so well insulated and so tight that the size of your heating and cooling equipment is is uh, is significantly reduced because of that, because of the small loads. Does uh, having um, reduced heating and cooling equipment affect my project costs? I mean, do I save money by doing that? Yeah, certainly. Downsizing your equipment could, uh, I mean, you could cut your equipment size potentially in half or less. Uh, which is likely to cut your cost in half or less for your for your uh, mechanical equipment, your heating and air conditioning. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so that's helpful. And then I believe you mentioned, and maybe there's a few others that that you didn't mention, but you know everybody's heard lead. Uh, there's there's other terms that people have heard green building green green industry a lot of these jargony terms does it matter i mean would you say lead certification is better than energy star energy star is better than passive house like i would assume that budget plays a part in deciding to what standard the home will be built do you have recommendations let's say Budget is an issue for me. You know, when I'm doing my continuing ed courses for architects, I always tease them. And I say, uh, how how many of you, when you get to your projects, the end of your projects, usually have money left over? <laughs> they don't crack up laughing. Never. They would never have money left over. No. Nope. No matter how big your budget is, it all gets consumed. And at the end of the project, Pretty much everyone is doing what we call value engineering. That means you're going back and looking at every single thing that's going to that project and looking for ways to save money. So if I have a budget and I'm like going to be outside of what I want to spend, where should I focus? Is it on Passive House? Is it on Energy Star? Can you kind of rate them for me in terms of budget? Yeah. So I actually the the if if you can't do if your budget is is extremely limited, um, the your a hers score is going to be your best option. Okay. So okay. a hers is hers actually is 
is part of Energy Star. It's optional for energy efficiency under LEED. It's part of Passive House. So it's kind of it, it's kind of the the backbone of those other programs in terms of um, rating the energy efficiency. So if you're going to do just one thing, getting a HERS score is going to be your best option. A HERS score, so a HERS rating is just that; it's a rating, right? It tells you. Um, how well your home is expected to perform uh, based on the energy model, uh, inspection, and testing. But there's no requirement. You don't have to hit a HER score of 55, like, like Energy Star may require you to hit a HER score of 55, depends on the climate zone and the size of the home and things like that. But they will have a requirement for you know, the HERS score that you have to achieve in order to um, meet Energy Star. So HERS doesn't, it, HERS is kind of the lowest barrier to entry, simply rating the home. The lower the score you get, uh, the better performing the home is going to be. And then from there, you would look at, you know, Energy Star, and then beyond Energy Star would be Passive House. And then Lead for Homes is a little bit different in that it's not just an energy efficiency program. Uh, Lead for Homes is a full green building program uh, where you get points for things like, you know, what you do with the building site. Um, you get points for water efficiency um, and a, a number of other uh, the, the, the types of materials that you use. Um, so there's a there's there, Lead for Homes is, is much more comprehensive in terms of uh, green building program than the others are just uh, more focused just on the energy component. Excellent. One thing I will say is because um, I do a lot of work with the National Association of Home Builders and we conduct uh, a lot of surveys. And one of the things that we have found low hanging fruit for most homeowners in this space is in, an investment in things that save them money. And one of the things that I think is uh, frustrating at times for someone who's looking to purchase a home or or design and build a home is understanding um, that there's a difference between the person who owns a commercial building. So you're going to build a big, huge building, commercial building. There are a lot of a lot of things that you might be open to, maybe because you're competing with the guy building a building down the street. There's a lot of things in this space that you might be open to that a homeowner, not so much. So the surveys we conducted with um, the NAHB say that, you know, people, they, when you when you talk lead or green building, they kind of, their eyes glaze over a little bit and they're like, what, what? But when you say, look, let me explain it to you this way. Your, your energy consumption in your home each year could be $6,000 or it could be $100. And then they get it. They're like, what? Okay, now we're talking. Yes, you have my attention. So the things that that Ryan just ran through, um, you might have to listen to this uh, program. Again, those are all valuable tools that aren't just terms. What they actually mean is saving you money, making sure that the quality of the air in the home you're living in is superior. You know, we all just went through COVID and we became very aware of air quality. So these are all things that go into that green building formula and including even now water, which I know ResNet's done a lot of good work on helping uh, builders to identify how much water is being consumed in, on that property. And you know, if you live in California or Nevada or Arizona and you're building a home, you should be thinking about this because there's serious energy challenges. I was gonna say head, but like right now. So these are all things that again, Feel free to listen to this recording again and make some notes because these are things that you're going to be so happy you paid attention to before the house got built. You're going to save you money and give you a better product. So we got a couple more questions um, um, as we finish out the program, but let's take a quick break. You're listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home, and I'm your host, KT. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Washington knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. 
High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Washington needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back. This is Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT, and we're honored to have Ryan Mears with us. Ryan's from ResNet the energy rating organization, the standard bear. It's a program that ResNet has created that allows the builder to measure the um, energy efficiency of the custom homes that they're building against other homes in the area. And we've been talking about ways that you as the homeowner, you're either going to be uh, purchasing a home that is already built, or you're going to be designing and then having built a home that's custom for you, ResNet is able to help you become a more or better educated buyer, being able to ask the right questions of both the architect and the builder to ensure that you get a home that you're entitled to, a home that minimizes your ongoing expense, primarily of heating and cooling. But as we mentioned, there's some other really neat things that you can specifically address by having an energy rater involved in the uh, design and construction of your home. And I say both the design and construction, because although the energy rater will be working very closely with the builder, the sooner the energy rater gets involved in the design of the home, the better your end result. So with that, I want to transition over into a couple last little topics that I really want uh, uh, Ryan to be able to highlight for us. So Ryan, here I am designing my, my dream home and uh, I've got all these goals. It's like, you know, my mom would say when we went to the smorgasbord and I come back with this plate filled with food and it was just so beautiful and awesome and I could get through like a third of it and she'd say oh your eyes were bigger than your stomach huh? <laughs> <laughs> well it's the same with homes you're designing a home we all want more usually in the home than what we're budgeting and one of the questions that comes up when you're putting this all together is if I have a choice, let's say I've got $15,000 left after I've included all the things that I, I just absolutely have to have in the house, I got $15,000 left. And I have a choice between spending that money on uh, making the house more airtight or spending the money on a brand new Sub-Zero refrigerator, which it's just a work of art. If you go out of the appliance <laughs> store, right? And you see the, the Wolf gas range and the Sub-Zero refrigerator, you're like, oh, everyone who comes to visit me is going to go, wow. Okay. So that's, that's option one. Option two is I spend the money in a way that no one will recognize. No one who comes up to my front door is going to go, wow, you really have a tight building envelope, right? So what it's going to come down to for me is going to be, well, if I spend this money, will, will this investment be reflected in the appraisal? So what do you, what? Yeah, you know, that's, that's a good question. And, and, and there's a, there's a, a few different answers to that. One of them is, you know, if the appraiser is not experienced in, um, in understanding the energy efficiency um, features of a home, then it probably won't be reflected. But on the other hand, if the 
builder or the owner does not provide the appraiser with the information they need to include that in the appraisal, it won't get included. So there, it's very important that because you, because you, you touched on a really important topic, right? The, the energy efficiency features of a home, nobody sees, you know, it's not, it's not nice countertops. It's, you know, it's not nice <laughs> crown molding and, and, and doors or fixtures, you know, you don't see this stuff. You feel it because you yeah. have a home that energy efficient home, right. is going to be a more comfortable home. Um, typically uh, going to have some better indoor air quality as well, but you don't see these things. So it's very hard for, for anyone to, to understand it unless they're in this field. And so appraisers are no different, uh, but we do have, ResNet did um, back in 2018, ResNet created an appraiser portal and it allows um, every residential licensed appraiser in the country um, has free access to this portal and they can go on there to find um, HERS rated energy efficient homes in the area of the home that they're appraising. They can use the portal to do a market study. So they can look at homes that are that are getting hers rated, and they can compare those to what their sale price was to determine is there a is there a market value here for energy efficient homes, and they can also use it just for their individual appraisal. They can find comps in the area that have a hers rating and look at those in uh, comparison in terms of uh, features and sale price. So that's that's one way that uh, appraisers can actually get a little bit more knowledgeable about energy efficient homes in the in the markets they work in so usually it's like the lender who's saying okay i'm going to send the appraiser out and we're going to take the temperature of your project and figure out the loan so i don't know who the appraiser is going to be it is the yep. bank sending somebody out yep is there a way for me to interact with that appraiser to get some of this going because the bottom line is if i spent all this money i'm aware of it now because i've gone to the resnet set i've gotten myself ramped up i talked to the builder about what i'm looking for talked to them about how important it is that we seal the envelope so that we don't have air filtering in and out of the home just as you mentioned so i've done all that stuff but i'd like to have some of that stuff reflected in my appraisal it's going to save the new owner money so I should get something for it. So is there a way for me to interact with the appraiser that the bank sends over? I don't want to offend them, but I want them to properly value my home. Do I say go? Do I say here's a list of things? What? Well, how would I do that? Yeah. So you can you can provide them with. First of all, you can. Um, uh, Sandy Adamatis, who's uh, who's an appraiser and really the foremost expert on uh, on on green appraisals. Um, and incorporating energy efficient uh, features into the appraisal process. Um, she would tell you that that appraisers have to have um, knowledge in, the, in, in what they're appraising. So if you have a green home or an energy efficient home, you can request uh, that that appraiser uh, have the um, appraisal institute, you know, green designation, um, demonstrating that they've gone through that they've taken classes um, to uh, basically get knowledge on appraising uh, green energy efficient features in homes. But you can also have your builder um, give them the the some of the specs on the home, the home energy rating certificate, um, if it's Energy Star, the Energy Star um, certificate for the home. And also there's something called the Appraisal Institute Green Addendum. It is essentially an, uh, an addendum to the appraisal package that outlines the, uh, the green energy efficient features of the home, the HERS index score, energy, uh, estimated energy savings and other features uh, of the home. So that's another, that's another avenue that can be taken to, to ensure that, the, that you're getting a fair appraisal um, in terms of the, the, the features of the home that you build. Man, that's great stuff, Ryan. I really appreciate it. And again, the key here is we're going through a lot of content. Listen to the show again, make some notes. All those specifics that Ryan's covering, those are easy enough to Google and find the link and, and, and start to get yourself ramped up. So when it comes to uh, putting my putting the, the people that are already dialed in uh, 
on my team, builders that are already building these high-performance homes, um, which again, I'm going to say, does not mean it has to cost more than uh, a home that is not high-performance. Uh, so in, in putting the people who are already ramped up in this area on my team, in terms of access to some of those names, I know, Ryan, that ResNet keeps some, some lists, some databases of of qualified individuals. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong on, on any of these, but you have a list of energy raters in specific markets throughout the US on your website where I could just search through and find a couple raters in my area. Is that correct? That's correct. You can look at our, our member directory um, for rating companies and HERS raters. Um, you, can, you can filter that down by state. Um, and if, if, if ever you don't, that is, that is a, that is a, a membership directory for members that pay to be listed there. So it's not an extensive list of every rater that's certified. So if you're, if you're in an area and you, you're not seeing a rating company that's local to you, um, go to the ResNet website and just click on the contact us tab and just submit us a, um, just submit a quick inquiry and say, hey, I'm looking for a HERS rater in this particular area. Can you give me some names? Chances are there's one there. We've got, you know, over 2,000, you know, certified active raters across the U.S. So chances are there's one in your neighborhood. And then uh, if I'm looking for a builder who doesn't have to ramp up on building high-performance homes, right? My architect might have a couple builders they're suggesting, but if the architect isn't isn't designing high performance homes, there's a high probability that his two or three favorite builders aren't building high performance homes. So I might decide, okay, I have an architect, but I don't want to I don't want the builder to have to get educated on how to build a high performance home. He may not have the subcontractors in place that will allow him to do some of the the things that really help, like um, uh, structural insulated panels, insulated concrete forms. Some of those products are phenomenal at delivering a high-performance home. And if he is not working with subcontractors who are ramped up in, in those products and in their installation process, he's not going to use them. And so I want a builder that is ramped up already. Does ResNet have a way for me to find builders like that on your website? Yes, we do. We have a program called Energy Smart Builders. Uh, so these are builders that have um, that have signed on to um, to to build 100% HERS rated homes. So you can be assured that if, if you find an energy smart builder, they have experience building uh, high performing energy efficient homes. One other place to look that's, that actually is, it has a quite extensive list as well would be the Energy Star Builder Partner. Um, energy for, for builders that want to certify their homes for Energy Star, they have to register with the EPA uh, Energy Star program and sign up as a builder partner. So you can actually search their list as well for builder partners um, in your area would be also that would be another good resource. I appreciate that. That's great. So as we're wrapping up here, I'm going to give Ryan an opportunity to give us contact so that we can all kind of know how to get in touch with ResNet, the ResNet team. But before I do that, I just want to say that, you know, again, we cover a lot of content, very, very important items, but just as you would not uh, worry about taxes because you don't intimately understand the tax code. So you just go get an accountant, a CPA, you get someone who is very familiar with the tax code to do your taxes for you or legal representation. Somebody takes advantage of you and you're going to sue them. Your first, your first inclination isn't, you know, well, let me go to law school and get prepared so that I can <laughs> sue this person. No, you're like, let me pay a trained professional who not only has the knowledge, they have the experience, right? Just because you're right does not mean you're getting justice in the court system. That's proven, yes. right? <laughs> Do you want somebody who's experienced and who could say, of all the four things that your complaint is about, this is the one that we have a good shot of winning. If you if you're not experienced attorney, even if you know all the rules, 
you can't make that kind of uh, connection. So the same thing here with getting that high performance home. Don't get lost in all of the content that we're delivering. Listen to this program a couple of times and you'll get some of those highlights, but get a paid professional on your yes. team because they do know all this stuff. The energy rater knows all of this stuff. The builder who is experienced with building high performance homes knows all this stuff and they will be the people on your team that will ensure that you get the home that you deserve. So uh, Ryan, um, tell us how do we get in touch with ResNet in terms of getting to the info that we need? Can you give us the Facebook and what, yep. whatever thing? Yeah, so you can find us on, uh, so you can go to resnet.us, which is our, um, our, our more uh, professional website that's, that has uh, different materials for, you know, builders and appraisers and raters and providers. So that's one. And then hersindex.com is a great, you know, consumer friendly uh, website. Uh, if you have just general inquiries, you can uh, email info at resnet.us. Or um, if you have a specific question for me, Ryan, R-Y-A-N, at resnet.us. Excellent. Well, Ryan, that brings us to the end of the program. Uh, it has just been, my head is exploding with knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, your generosity, and uh, joining the show and your knowledge. Uh, again, this is the kind of information that's very difficult to get unless you've got somebody that's on the inside just honestly sharing with you. So I know that our, our listeners are going to really appreciate the content you delivered. You've been listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Take care.